We love when people send us topics. So if you have one, please send it to uh, me or Kirby. Just tell us on Facebook. I'm not going to yeah. give out email addresses. <laughs> All right, Kirby. <laughs> That is not Kirby playing the theme song to the Promo Upfront podcast. That would be the one and only Jason Noakes, the founder and president of Promo Pulse. But I digress. Welcome to episode number 21 of the Promo Upfront podcast, your day after Thanksgiving salve for all that hurts you. I am one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me as always, the general of gobbling and giblets, the captain <laughs> of the uncommon yardbird, the master of the mashed potato the one and only Dr. Kirby Hossaman. Kirby, how the hell are you? I'm doing pretty well. Pretty well. Normally, I would say that I'd be doing really well uh, leading up to Thanksgiving, which is my favorite holiday historically. But, yeah. you know, just like everything else in the 2020 world, it's this is not the same. Uh, trying to make the best of it and, uh, you know, just enjoying a oh. beverage. How about you? I, I'm also enjoying a beverage. It looks like you're having something from Great Lakes. I'm having a Tank 7 from our good pals over at Boulevard. I'm going to pour mine in a glass. I just like mm. to drink it that way. Uh, cheers. You have a Christmas ale. I've had the Great Lakes Christmas ale. It's a very good beer. Yep. Um, no, I am, I am kind of in the same boat you are as I pay attention to pouring the beer and not spilling it. <laughs> um, I'm in the same boat. I, I feel like as we talked briefly before we got on here, uh, I, I feel like I've ground myself to a little bit of a nub work-wise mm -hmm. yeah. and I just need to really disconnect to re-engage my creativity and I'm looking forward to doing that over the next uh, three, four, five days and hope I actually get to do that. Yeah. But you know what's going to be hard to disconnect from, Kirby? What's that, Bill? That'd be the Promo Pulse app. I'm going to have a real hard time disconnecting <laughs> from the world of promo because that thing is just so gosh darn handy. You know why, Kirby? Why is that, Bill? It's right there on my phone as if it were meant to be. That's why it's called an app, Kirby. It lives there right on your phone. And we talked about it. It's convenient. It has that great search, save, and share button. Um, it's going to give you content from the entire industry, uh, suppliers, distributors, service providers. It's great for ideas, inspiration, and of course, information and free to use. Kirby, I know you use it uh, every day as well. I do. It's one of the great ways to sort of keep connected to the industry. And uh, we talked about this before. It's one of those things where it's not only a product driven thing, but it's also uh, kind of keeping connected with what the thought leaders of the industry yeah. are saying. And I, I just love that. No question. It's free to use. You can download it either Google Play or the App Store. And they just, they just, just did an update. So everything's running a hell of a lot faster. Search has been completely overhauled and it does a much better job of finding what you're looking for using keywords. And it's, as far as I know, it's the only place you can search across the entire promo industry sales and marketing content. And stay tuned. He might, <coughs> as I cough non-COVIDly, <laughs> stay tuned because there might be a really cool announcement coming from our pals at Promo Pulse here in the next couple of weeks. So I want to thank them for their uh, sponsorship and uh, support. So Kirby, it is the day before Thanksgiving. I believe you have the 
promotional product related topic known as the promo upfront topic for the day. I now sit and wait for you to share said topic. Yeah. So uh, in the interest of transparency, uh, I have a bunch of topics that I haven't given a ton of thought to this week, which I, it, it, that doesn't mean I'm not prepared. It just means that you're going to get a very authentic answer from me. Right. Um, so one of the ways that uh, I think this time of the reason, this time of the year is my favorite is because I think Thanksgiving has gratefulness built into it. And it's even got it in the name. Right. Uh, and so one of the topic I wanted to jump into is like, who are you thankful for in our industry? Whether it's uh, mentors, whether it's uh, companies, whether it's individuals. Um, I can go first since I brought the topic or I, I can give it over to you. But just um, a quick couple quick name drops of people who have uh, make a difference in the industry for you. Okay. So people I'm thankful for in the industry. Great, great topic. I was not prepared for this. So yep. I have no I'm, idea what I'm going to say. So I'm just going <laughs> to go off the top of my head. Uh, very thankful for you. Uh, always willing to do this podcast with me. This is something you and I've done for four and a half years now, whether it's been unscripted or non-unscripted slash promo front. So I'm always thankful for you. I'm always thankful for your guidance and what you give me when I have questions or you know I'm a little stuck somewhere. You always give me great advice. I'm thankful for Danny Rosen. Mm. I'm sure you're going to mention Danny. Danny's always been there for me. Uh, Danny, Mark Graham, kind of not interchangeable, but I think of both of them as kind of a unit sometimes. Um, I'm thankful for them. I'm thankful for Bobby Leahy for always inspiring me to write better. Um, he, he is uh, by far my, my man crush when it comes to writing in our industry. I think he does such a wonderful job with that. Uh, and he's always very kind to give me a compliment telling me I'm a very good extemporaneous speaker. So uh, I, but I think uh, he writes better than I speak uh, extemporaneously. I'm thankful for the friendships I have. I'm thankful for people. I'm just gonna throw people's names out. Dana Zezzo, Josh Robbins, Rick Green, um, you know, people I lean on a lot to, mm -hmm. to guide me. And then uh, I would be remiss if I didn't thank uh, my business partner, Kelsey Cunningham, who um, very bravely uh, decided to take a chance uh, with me to start this little venture up at Brand of Eight. And she is, uh, I couldn't do it without her. She has absolutely, completely uh, continues to blow me away, kicks ass. And uh, I, so I'm super thankful for her because I would not want to do this uh, alone. So I, she, she contributes more than people realize. And I'm super thankful for that. What about you, Kirby? Yeah, you hit. Uh, and I'm sure I missed a bunch. That's the worst part. Of I'm sure I missed a million people. Yeah. And, and you can, if you're the listening. Charity Gibsons, the Meg Herbers. And I'm, uh. Yeah. So if, if, if Bill missed anybody, you can blame this on me. I totally just dropped this on him. Um, but in the interest of transparency, I do not have a list in front of me. So I'm going to do exactly what you did. So uh, Mark Graham and, and Danny Rosen are the people who come to my mind right away. They're just, again, between you and those two, it's like if I have an idea or if I think I'm way off base on something, I, I generally like to run it by them. Uh, you mentioned Josh Robbins. That's a really good one. Um, <clears throat> candidly, I think like Catherine Graham had popped into my mind. Uh, Dana Zezzo was one of the people. Dana's uh, been sort of a, in, he hasn't meant to be, I don't think a mentor to me, but he has been, which has been wonderful. Um, you know, and I guess I'm thankful for some of the people who are uh, bringing up uh, some more leadership in the industry. Um, I had an opportunity recently to talk to Taylor Borst, who's young and upcoming in our industry, and she inspires me and people like her do. So um, like you said, we're going to miss a bunch of people. But one of the things that, you know, I, I love the folks that are 
um, kind of pushing the envelope and I'm grateful for them and I'm grateful what they're doing in the industry. And, you know, Paul Bellantone, I guess we, we spent a whole episode on him last time, but the reality of it is I'm thankful for his service and then just the PPAI board and their service, the, that whole group of people. So I, I promo kitchen again, yeah. we could throw out a bunch and, and I appreciate all their, I'm going to add a few, yeah. I'm going to add a few specific ones that just pop in my head. And if any others pop into your head, we can wrap that up. Um, Michelle Bell at ASI, I think the editorial staff uh, that she leads over at ASI does such a fantastic job uh, covering our industry, reporting on our industry. Um, I, I'm really big fans of theirs. Uh, Sean Norris and Brendan Manipas over mm -hmm. at uh, Promo Marketing do a really great job helping, you know, they don't realize how much they help this podcast because they find some of the quirky things that we talk about <laughs> that I end up talking about. So I'm actually yeah. very thankful for them. And uh, I'm just thankful for all the leadership in, in our industry and thankful. I'm thankful that I'm in this industry. You yeah. know, I, I know a lot of people feel theirs is the best industry. They're dumb. They're wrong. <laughs> their industries are stupid. Um, their industries are just, you know, stupid. Go away. Our industry is the best. And it's because of the people. And, and I, I, this is one of those things I feel like I have left so many people out. Yeah. Um, Sorry. But it's good. No, it's good. And, and at the end of the day, um, what I would say is as you, if you are one of those people listening to this and um, so David Schultz and Mandy Rudd pop into my head. As yes. People that I yes. On. See, um, now I feel bad. No, don't feel bad, but, but name them in the comments, right? Yeah. People who, if you're listening yeah. to this podcast and, and you, you, there's someone who is sort of a rock star mm -hmm. in your eyes, please, you know, throw out Joanna Gottlieb's name and Kate. Yeah. Although, you know, again, put them in the comments below and, and tag them so that mm -hmm. people know that, they, they're making a difference. I'm going to add one more and then we'll be done. Yeah. Nadav Raviv. Oh, yeah. He fires me up, man. That guy, I think <laughs> I, I work hard. I think you work hard. And I think that guy puts both of us to shame combined. I mean, yeah, that guy promo never burns sleeps, his, baby. Promo never sleeps. I, <laughs> I love, love that guy. Cool. All right, Kirby, let's talk about reimagining productivity in a pandemic. Okay. Um, so this is something, I, an article I came across uh, as I was searching for topics. And I thought this is kind of an interesting thing. I just kind of want to discuss these one by one and get your thoughts on them. So number one is focus on the outcomes of things rather than the numbers and hours. Mm. Um, and I really like that because I think sometimes we focus so much on the outcome. We, we are, you know, we focus so much on the number of hours people put in a day and not the results that they yeah. do. I've always managed that way. Uh, whether it's been salespeople, I've always said, I, I don't care if you play golf every day, if you're hitting your quota, play golf every day. Now we might need to look at your quota. Maybe it needs to be higher, but <laughs> bottom line, if you're getting the things done, you need to get done to help this ball, move this ball forward. It doesn't matter what you do or when you do it. I've yeah. always allowed people to work at, at times where it works best for them. Yeah. I don't know that I've always been good at that. Like, and, and, but I think that just because I work a lot, I think that's a, that's a curse of an entrepreneur sometimes is yeah. that you want people to work like you do. Um, I, I think they I've won't. gotten, yeah. And, and I've gotten better about that. Yeah. I will say that this, this uh, situation has uh, with several of our team members mm -hmm. is a great example. Of this was yesterday. Emily had a, a issue, just a, a family thing she had to take care of mm -hmm. health. She's like, can I work from home? And she even was like, I'm not, you know, I'm going to be doing this other yeah. thing. I'm like, yeah, Absolutely. And I was talking to my wife about it this morning. I'm like, Emily knocks out so much that like, you don't even, I miss her at the office because we enjoy sure. Joe's company, but man, she is productive wherever she is. So I yeah. agree with that. That's I love that. One. So focus on the outcomes, not the numbers and hours. Concentrate on process goals, not outcome goals. And I love this. So instead of, for example, 
saying, I have a goal of getting five new clients in a month, which is something completely really out of your control. Out of your control. Yeah. It's contact 10 prospects a week to get those five clients. I love that. So concentrate on uh, process goals, not outcome goals. Yeah, that's something I've talked that actually I have talked a lot about in the past. It's lead goals versus lag goals, right? Yeah. And so yes, I agree 100%. Yeah, uh, here's one. Use your time, energy, and headspace strategically. So there's things called deep work, like working on a client proposal, working on a, you know, a presentation, things like that, and shallow work with responding to emails and things like that. So reserve that deep work for distraction-free periods. And that's a challenge in, in, as we all work from home. But I love that. I love, I've never thought of it in those terms, deep work versus shallow work. Yeah, there's a great book called Deep Work by Cal Newport, and it, it digs into the science behind that and why it matters. Uh, yeah, super powerful. It's one of the ways that you and I've talked a lot about single tasking versus multitasking. Yep. Multitasking is a myth. Yep. Fight me. It's not, it's just, um, a, no, I won't not, fight you on that. Not you, but just, it's funny how people push back on that. It's, it's science. Yeah. It's not well, people idea. can do it. They, they just suck at it. Everybody sucks <laughs> yes, at it. That's right. Um, so no, I, I agree. I always look at it, you know, when, when I can have distractions when I'm doing $20 an hour work, when mm. I'm doing $500 an hour work, I need silence. I need to focus. Yeah. Um, two more retain as many pre pandemic habits as possible. And I think this is a challenging one. So most of us don't go into an office anymore, but mm-hmm. Oh, I think creativity is really linked to feeling like yourself. So it's yeah. getting dressed every morning. It's making your bread. It's trying to work out or doing the things that your routine was before the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Again, I, it, having a, an intentional morning routine is one of my biggest we talked about that peeves all the time. So yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Now, I would say that my, my only caveat to that is allowing yourself grace that it is going to be different and just being intentional about that, right? Like you can't go to the hospital and yeah. get breakfast or whatever, but then build in a new thing that fits, that fills that so that you don't feel like you're missing it. You know what? That wraps into the last one, which is wrap your personal wellness and social, social time around your idea of productivity. It's mm-hmm. resetting your standards, right? Yeah. So don't think if you're not making as many meals from scratch because you're working, you've got a dog, you've got small kids or whatever, now you're working from home. Don't think that is like you're lowering your standards. You're not. Yeah. So again, give yourself some grace because yep. we are in a season and this too shall pass. It will. All right. No, I thought that was just kind of an interesting, Super uh, interesting. topic because um, we all have had to, whether we formalize it or not, really reimagine what productivity looks like um, due to the pandemic and due to us all mostly being at home. Yeah. All right, Kirby. All right. I got one for you and this might be a quick one. I'm just, but I want your take on it. So I've noticed during this time that I've seen more and more people, they may have had Uh, side hustles in the past. Uh, But a lot of people in our promo industry seem to be announcing their side hustle a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, whether that's because they have more time uh, because the business isn't doing well or whether it's just something they've always done and they're just being a little bit more out front about it. I see a lot more people with side hustles in the promo industry. And I Mm -hmm. guess my question to you is, is that a good thing? I have an opinion, um, but I would, I would love to hear yours. So I'm going to answer your question, but I'm going to, I'm going to rephrase your question. Is it a good thing from my perspective, not knowing what their financial situation looks like? Right, right. No, it's a horrible idea, to be honest with you. I think, I think having a side hustle is good, um, if it's, especially if it's necessary. I don't think you need to necessarily announce it. Mm-hmm. I think especially if it has something to do that's radically different than the industry or doesn't tie into what you already do in the industry. As a customer, I suddenly think your attentions are very divided. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to hear about that. Um, but again, 
look, a lot of people need side hustles now. I'm fully understanding sure. of that, but I don't know if it needs to be broadcasted. But if it's a side hustle that you feeds into- it if you want to, if yeah. you want people to- well, though, right? but, but yeah, but again, are you, are you segmenting your audience? Are you talking to the right audience? Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, if I'm doing social media management for someone and I suddenly say, I'm now delivering for Uber Eats, okay? Yep. Is, if I was a social media client of that person, I'd be thinking, is my stuff going to get done like I think it should be? Is sure. it going to be as creative as it was? I'm not saying it will or won't be. I'm just saying d- announcing that casts doubt a little bit. Um, but overall I'd say no to sharing. Yes to having, yes to having one, mm-hmm. no to sharing. Okay. So I brought this up cause I figured we'd disagree. So I'm excited about this. <laughs> so we disagree. I, yeah. I 100% think it's cool. Um, I, and, and you please understand that I am a person who encourages all of my employees to start a business, have a side mm-hmm. hustle of some part. I actually think that, uh, having a business, have an employee that has a business of their own, or at least has done it at some point, makes better employees. Mm-hmm. That's that's number one. Because I, I think agree. they understand they they understand what a business owner is going through, the decisions they make. And I agree with you there. Okay, and then the other thing is, I you know I think that a lot of times a side hustle is something that provides joy, and mm-hmm. is something that they're already passionate about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it, whether it's a side hustle. So where I'll push back on my own thing is like the brewery was a difficult thing for me because it right. wasn't a side hustle. It was another entire business that required my full and utmost attention. Right. Um, I think that now if a side hustle has synergy with the business that you're already doing, Absolutely then, it's, announce then it's just a division of the business, right? Not necessarily. Well, but I, it, it could be viewed as such. If, if you are a, a promotional... Uh, products distributor and your new side hustle is to do engraving of something yeah. that totally fits with what you're doing. I don't that think it, I, it, I have no issue with that. That yeah. feeds right into that. That is a similar lane. Yeah. But, but I would even say that if it's something that provides you joy and fills you up and then that, you, that you've become an expert at and that you can provide value to people, I, I like it. I'm not going to push back that hard on you. My only thing I would say is think about your customers and your target audience before you make that announcement and try to put yourself in their shoes. And are they going to see this as, wow, that's a great thing that gives that person joy. That's giving them uh, that's a complimentary product. Or are they looking at that as possibly, wow, they're t- I can barely get that guy on the phone as it is. Now I'm never going to get him on the phone. Yeah. I think you just have to ask that question. I'm not saying not everything needs to be shared. Not, the only thing every, I would say about that though, is if, it, if it's something you want to promote, you got to promote it. Like that, you that, do. Yeah. You, you know what you, I mean? Like don't share it. Well then it's not a side hustle. Okay. Well you can <laughs> share it to an audience that would react to that. Yeah. If you're a promotional products distributor and suddenly you're fixing cars on the side, <laughs> I, I might focus on my local area where cars break down as opposed to the promotional products, Facebook page. Yeah, that's all okay. I'm saying is pick your audience a little bit. Okay. I see I don't, yeah. That's it. Nothing more. Nothing more, okay. but you know what I else like I'm it. saying? You know what else I'm saying, Kirby? What's that, Bill? You know, it's wintertime, Kirby, and sometimes, I, I don't know about you, I get a little chilly in the wintertime. Wearing my flannel today, looking all fallish before we get to the You know I get chilly. I know, and that's why our promotional product of the week is something I know you're going to be so jealous, Kirby. I probably am. An oversized sweatshirt blanket. Oh, yes. This thing's awesome. It's, I, mean, I can't. There, you can get a little bit of it here. It's oversized, so there's no way you're going to get it in the screen. It is not just sized, Kirby. It's oversized. Um, It is the oversized sweatshirt blanket from Pro Towels. That's number Uh, Mm SB-OS. 
sweatshirt blanket dash oversized SBO and it's so warm man it so it feels like a sweatshirt and it's like you know when you get those brand new sweatshirts and it's really soft on the inside and this thing is ginormous um it is it is a blanket we all fight over in this house now um (laughs) i'm now having it i have it here so nobody else can have it um but i absolutely love this thing and i just love love look how big that imprint is kirby it's enormous it's enormous yeah, I, we have one as well. And it is, it, those things are beautiful. And again, it's one of those yeah. things, perceived value is, is something mm-hmm. I talk about with my customers all the time. That's one of those pieces that doesn't cost as much as the perceived value is, right? So I always love it when I, I can spend five bucks on something and my customer thinks I've spent 15. That's, Absolutely. That's the kind of thing that that is. Plus, when was the last time you threw away a nice blanket? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> when was the last time? Don't care what logo's on it. Um, I can't think of it. All right, Kirby, quick service restaurant slash fast food, stepping up the merch game. (laughs) All right. I don't know if you saw this. Um, This will be on the cover of the podcast, so you can get a sense of what it looks like. But I know you're excited about this, Kirby. Arby's deep fried turkey pillow. (laughs) Oh, God. So Arby's unpatented. This is the description. So it's basically... A, it's about the size of a 14 pound turkey and it fits over your head. It's an eye mask and a pillow all in one. Okay. And uh, I'm going to read from the website here and there's a website. It's Arby's deep fried turkey pillow.com. Sure. I'm not kidding. Why wouldn't it be? Um, Arby's unpatented deep fried turkey pillow is part stylish sleep mask, part cloud and all your new favorite pillow. <laughs> Here's how it works. Eat too much deep fried turkey from Arby's, put on your pillow and fall asleep anywhere. <laughs> It's like sleeping inside a turkey. <laughs> Dude, that is going to be like the best thing to give somebody once people can travel again. Yeah. Can you, I, can you just see that on a plane? So, so yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you got to take, you got to look at this thing. So it, uh, it, it looks like a deep fried turkey. Like I said, it, it, it's $59.95. Unfortunately, they're out of stock right now because I was actually going to order you one. Um, but I think the real question is, question is why do quick service and fast food restaurants seem to just kill it in the merchandise game whether it's whataburger they have a great collection kfc always comes up with cool stuff and and arby's now why does it seem like when it comes to really creative uses for retail you know b2c promotional products why is it the quick service restaurants that seem to just absolutely be destroying it yeah and i don't have an answer to the question by the way i'm actually asking you why is that so I, th- I think a couple of things pop in my mind. I think that they do branding better than, because they have to, because Absolutely. it's such a competitive field that, that like when you think of what Arby's is, I mean, like I immediately yeah. like we have the meats, like they do branding really well. That's, yeah. that's number one. Number two, I find that the quick service restaurants, fast food restaurants, whatever you want to call them, they don't take themselves too seriously. No. So I, so I find that they are willing to take some risks yeah, that more that that end up being fun mm-hmm. that, that more more conservative restaurants wouldn't do, and it's yeah. a shame. So that's I, my two thoughts. I agree with you. I, I think most of them are um, have have a good sense of humor, have good. Uh, they're not take they don't take themselves too seriously. Except McDonald's. McDonald's to me seems very stuffy mm-hmm. in comparison. Right. I mean, if you want a good laugh, check out the Wendy's Twitter account. Right. They will absolutely they they just destroy McDonald's and Burger King and Arby's and yep. Five Guys. All of them. They do that. But they picked um, the lane and they went all in on the brand. And I love that. it. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. love it. And, and and I think the other thing is, they they 
intentionally, we talk about being intentional a lot on this podcast. Mm -hmm. They intentionally get younger voices to, and they listen to those younger voices. Yeah. What is funny? What do people want? What will get us attention? Yeah. How do people notice me in a very crowded marketplace? And so I just thought it was interesting. Super good. All right. You got one more? I got one more. And this one, actually, I'm going to pull this up really quick. Uh Uh, So Javier Melendez uh, actually sent me this. And so I'm going to be pulling this up as we're talking. Okay. So he said that he, he said that he thought this would be a good topic, by the way, for us. So that's okay. why he said it. said that uh, Sherwin-Williams mm-hmm. uh, fired an employee because of TikTok videos. Okay. A college student behind a massively popular paint mixing TikTok page was fired from Sherwin-Williams. So he was literally doing viral like legitimately viral videos mm-hmm. while he was working at Sherwin Williams, they were going crazy. So like one of them I saw, he took mm-hmm. blueberries, mixed them in and showed the mixing of them with Sherwin Williams paint. And they came out this really cool color mm-hmm. and uh, Sherwin Williams actually sort of used it against him and said, look, you're, you're doing this on company time and you shouldn't be doing this. And so they fired him. Despite mm-hmm. the fact that he was, you know, he was saying, go to Sherwin-Williams, like get the paint. Mm-hmm. And then he actually reached out to their marketing team and said, hey, you should do this sort yeah. of thing. Like he was trying to actively involve them. And he uh, apparently, they couldn't get him to sort of return the call until some like the, the videos took off. And all of a sudden they came back and were very uh, accusatory. Are you doing this, you know, yeah. during company time and all this sort of thing. And it was like, Man, you talk about, we were just talking about conservative oh, companies yeah. not taking young people's voices. I'm like, what yeah. a missed opportunity. So, that was exactly Javier's point. Yeah, so not knowing what this person's job was, yep. okay? Not knowing if there was anything offensive. I'm just going to assume there's not, considering yep. what you just told me. Yeah, and I watched like two of the videos. They were, they were literally mixing yeah. paint. Okay, <laughs> so if I'm, if I'm, uh, Benjamin Moore, I'm hiring that guy immediately mm. and giving him a good size marketing job as the biggest middle finger to, uh, <laughs> as a the great middle finger to Sherwin Williams, because uh, just because yes, he's doing it on company time. He's promoting your company on company time. <laughs> and, and I don't care if he's in the mail room, you know, dude, and he was an employee for a while. Yeah, he, let's, he started last okay. week. Okay. Yeah. So he, he'd been an employee. Well, let's say he's not doing his job. Let's say his TikTok activities and marketing activities is resulting in him doing, not doing his job, whatever it is, whether it's custodian or sales or whatever, or accounting. Move him into marketing then. (laughs) Find him a seat on the bus. Yeah, he, uh, in the article, he said, look, I never did it when there were people in the store. I only did it when there was downtime, stuff like that. Now, again, you're hearing his side of the story in this BuzzFeed article, but assuming that, any of that is true. Good Lord. Yeah. Well, it's, it's companies like um, uh, Sherwin-Williams that are all pissed off why people aren't invested in their brand and that yeah. work for them. Yeah. Why, why don't they, people work harder? Why don't people stay late just because they love our brand? That's why, asshat. <laughs> because you're, you're intentionally quashing creativity. Now, I'm, I'm on record saying, I, you know, I'm coming around a little bit, but I don't get TikTok other than for funny videos. It makes me laugh sometimes. But I think Javier Melendez, obviously, he's very tied into TikTok and kicks ass on. He does a great job on it. Yeah. But I mean, you're, you're taking someone and punishing them 
for doing something on behalf of your company that's positive. Yeah. That is insanely, insanely short-sighted and dumb. Well, and the thing about it is, is we're talking 2020, man. Yeah. Like I remember Dana Zezzo, I, we, we mentioned him earlier in the oh, yeah. podcast. He was one of those early people going, like when people in our industry, mm -hmm. and I mean, we're talking years ago. Oh, yeah. And they're like, well, what do we happen if, what happens mm -hmm. if they have their own Facebook account and they do this? Like Dana was like, tap into them. They're your best yeah. ambassadors. Absolutely. This is not a brand new concept. <laughs> No. And like I said, Benjamin Moore, I'm sure there's several representatives from Benjamin Moore, or maybe PPG. Maybe there's going to be a paint bidding war for the TikTok guy. Uh, Glidden. Um, Glidden. There you go. Glidden. Yeah. Better get into no, But seriously, that's just insanely cool. Yeah. And it's stupid. Fun. And, and P.S. Javier, thanks for sending us that. That's yeah. Fun. Thank you so much. Javier. I love we, that topic. It was a good we one. love when people send us topics. So if you have one, please send it to... Uh, me or Kirby, just tell us on Facebook. I'm not going to yeah. get out email addresses. All right, Kirby. <laughs> I think we're ready for, um, I think we're ready for the party in the back. Uh, sorry. It. It's, it's, uh, look, I need to unplug. I'm ready to unplug. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Cheers. Um, mm. That's a tasty malted beverage. All right, Kirby. Party in the back. It is a uh, Thanksgiving special. Okay. I'm bringing back an original. That's right, kids. The original, often imitated, but never duplicated, rapid fire for Kirby. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, it is a themed rapid fire. Like I said, we have not done this in probably over a year. I can't remember last time I actually did a full-blown rapid fire. Kirby, I think you should go, let me go over the rules in case you forgot. Oh. I'm just going to give you two choices. There's no wrong answer. Just pick the first one that comes to your mind. You don't need to explain your answer because, again, Nothing's wrong here, okay? Okay, okay. It's All been right. so long, I needed that. I'm sure you did. So <laughs> let's start with, uh, again, Thanksgiving theme. So why don't you get your mind right and let me know when you're ready to go. All right, you look like you're ready to go. Sit at the kids' table or sit at the adults' table? I'm going to go kids' table. All right. Eating time, closer to lunch or closer to dinner? <laughs> now, see, this is where you get me every time. It's yes is the answer on that. No? No, I would like, I'll do closer to lunch at second lunch and then first dinner at early dinner and then late dinner at seven. So I assume your, your day looks like breakfast, steak fist, uh, uh, brunch, lunch, dunch, dinner, dinner. Is that exactly. the way your day looks like? All That's right. Thanksgiving and All football. Right, cool. And football. All right. Light meat or dark meat, Kirby? Oh, I'm dark meat. Good man. Best use of uh, Thanksgiving leftovers, turkey sandwiches, or a complete second Thanksgiving meal? Oh, complete second Thanksgiving meal. All right. Cranberry sauce, canned or fresh? Uh, neither. Gross. Yeah. Cranberry sauce, canned <laughs> or fresh? <laughs> I, I looked. Neither is not one of the choices. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go, I mean, because I don't like either. So which uh, canned would, canned would be the easiest to throw out. Okay. Jello shots or gravy shots? <laughs> Jello shots. Okay. Mashed potatoes for a from a box. Oh, no. Or sweet potato casserole. Oh, gross. <laughs> Mashed potatoes yeah. from a box, I guess. Okay. <laughs> At the table, talk about politics or talk about the pandemic? <laughs> I missed go, this. I, I have yeah. really, really, really missed this. <laughs> I'm going to go pandemic uh, just because... Everybody agrees it sucks. <laughs> okay. Live inside a pumpkin or live inside a turkey? Oh, turkey. Okay. Why, you yes. want to live inside a turkey? <laughs> Dude, if, I, if the pumpkin's the other choice? Drink a pumpkin spice latte. Okay. Or drink cinnamon-scented me melted candle wax. 
That's a good, I'm going to go pumpkin spice latte. All right. All right. <laughs> Kirby, you can either have the head of a turkey, you'd still talk, but your head would be a turkey head, or you'd have the ass of a pumpkin. Yes, with the stem. <laughs> I, I, at first, I thought I was eating these things. Uh, nope. I'm going ass of a pumpkin for sure. Okay. Eat with your hands forever or have one, for, one hand be a fork and the other one be a knife. Oh, the rest dude, of your life. eat with my hands forever I, okay i actually really wish when i like by the way like we go to kentucky fried chicken or stuff i wish people wouldn't look at me at all i just wow okay <laughs> um eat five pounds of stuffing or five pounds of pumpkin pie mm. Ugh. <laughs> i think i'll have five pounds of christmas ale that's not the answer all right pie pumpkin or pecan uh chocolate chip cookie Again, you're, you're, you're wrong. Uh, pumpkin, I guess. I don't like pie. I don't like All right. sweets. Be beverage at dinner, wine mm -hmm. or beer? I'm more of a beer guy, but I like both on that. Okay. Like, there's no wrong answer for me. Okay, fair enough. Watch the, four and the horrible four and six Lions or the horrible three and seven Texans. I know Lions. It's just a tradition of Thanksgiving. Sadly, the Texans play the Lions tomorrow. You get to see both. Okay, great. Watch the horrible three and seven Cowboys or the horrible three and seven Washington football team. Uh, you know, it, there's Ohio State ties to Washington and but, to Dallas, but I tend to watch Dallas just because I'm rooting for them because I know you like them. Well, that's very nice. And unfortunately, you get to see both of them tomorrow as I, well. I get it, but I'm just saying. I root oh. for your team. That's the kind oh. of friend I am. Well, I root against. Ohio State at every possible time I can. I wish well, which has really helped you with Zeke Elliott on the team. Well, I wish nothing but <laughs> failure on the Buckeyes, but I tell you who I wish nothing but success for, and that'd be our good pals over at Promo Pulse. That's right, Jason Noakes. How about that for a professional level transition, folks? <laughs> it was a professional level transition until you pointed out that it was a professional level transition. Oh, you're not supposed to do that? No. Oh, all right. Let me try that again. You know who I wish nothing but success for, Kirby? That'd be our good pals over at Promo Pulse. You know, they have such a fantastic, fantastic app, short for application, lives on your phone, your telecommunications device, the one you have in your hand right now, the one you're using while you're driving when you shouldn't be as you're going to go Black Friday shopping at Kohl's or Target or Walmart or whatever store you would go to. Maybe you won't go this year. And maybe I should stop rambling and get back to the client read. So, you know, it's a great place. It's a great place to search, save, and share. Say that five times after you've had a 7.5 alcohol by volume beer. Um, a great place to save, share, and save, search, share, save, search, and share content from the entire industry in one spot. <laughs> Seashells by the seashore. There you go. Ideas, inspiration, information, and like I said, free to use, free to download at Google Play, uh, Apple App Store, and what are the iTunes App Store. And what I will tell you is uh, they just had a great update. Everything's moving a lot faster. The entire search function's been overhauled, and they may just have a really, really cool announcement here very shortly. So stay tuned for that as Kirby shows us his iPhone XR. XR? I don't I'm even know a, what that is. That's my phone. I have an XR. No, I, I didn't know. All right. Kirby, I think XR we're done. Okay. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm thankful for? What's that? That this podcast is over. <laughs> I miss you. I miss you. <laughs>